0: Order in the court. It's time for Understanding the Law Radio. Well, hi and welcome back to another episode of Understanding the Law Radio. I'm your host, Peter Lamont. And just coming off of the Thanksgiving holiday, which I hope you you all had a great Thanksgiving. Um, I I way, way too much food this Thanksgiving. I don't know. This year everything was so good my wife did such a great job um not that she doesn't always do a good job but there are there are some years when it's it's just untouchable it's just right you know what i'm saying so uh that's what this thanksgiving was i hope that you guys out there all had a uh, a happy thanksgiving that you spent time with your family and friends and um that you celebrated the things that that you know you're thankful for i think so often we forget what the origin of the holiday is, um, if you listen to last week's podcast, one of the episodes talked about the origins of Thanksgiving and uh, how it became the holiday that it is today. But, you know, in the back of my mind, I, 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 always try to remember, um, the idea of, of giving thanks and, and being thankful to, to the people who have helped you, uh, thankful to, to God, thankful, um, to the people that have wronged you because that's helped shape you too. So um, I think uh, the the idea of thanks is, is a really powerful thing that we unfortunately overlook. And what I want to talk about today kind of ties into that idea of thankfulness, and that is um, the power of kindness both in business life and in law. And you know I love the 80s, so I'm going to do a tie-in and reference some of the you know, popular 80s movies that's going to tie into this subject and help me explain what it is that I want to convey here today with kindness. And, you know, the idea of of um, this this topic kind of stemmed from thinking about and reflecting on Thanksgiving and then translating or transferring that, that thankfulness into um, modern living, right? I mean, look, in, in the profession that I'm in, the legal profession, It is a challenge. It's a challenge to maintain your own um, sanity. It's a very, um, very difficult task to try to tread the lines of being kind and being uh, the kind of person that you want to be when you're dealing with others in the profession that uh, have lost their way when it comes to um, ethics or professionalism or the manner that they speak to you. If any of you out there have ever been involved with a lawsuit or litigation, you know, at, at least one of you would have come in contact with a lawyer on the other side, whether you were representing yourself or you were using a lawyer that's just unreasonable and that will, you know, lie to your attorney's face or to your face and then, um, try to backstab you with the court or take advantage. And so it's, that's a struggle, you know? And then when you look at our daily lives, there's so much emphasis put on who has what, who has more, you know, I've seen people criticize others because their, you know, designer handbag is a knockoff. It's like, why? I don't get it. Why, why, why is that necessary? And you know, it it kind of is. I look. I know it's always existed, right? And I know that that this podcast or anything that I'm going to say today isn't going to change anything. But if you can reflect on it just a little bit, maybe you can initiate change in yourself. That's at least going to give you peace, right? Ultimately, the more peace you have, the more peace you give. Um, but just looking at at the society that we live in, we are a litigious society. We are an angry society. Um, for those of you that live on the East Coast, or, or some of those that you know are in California, those those big uh, metropolis areas, you know what I'm talking about. You know, in the East Coast up here where we are, it, it's like keeping up with the Joneses constantly. And um, you know, if a kid doesn't have the, the the brand new pair of Jordans. Others are going to criticize, and it's a tough thing to to deal with. Um, you know, to have this this sort of societal focus on material things and monetary issues, and it often beats down that 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 craving or desire for monetary um, success or for you know, um, designer brands and that, that focus, it beats down kindness. And I see it in business and I see it in, um, law. And, you know, when I see those, those influencers or entrepreneurs out there that are focused more on kindness, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk is one of them who often posts about how to, you know, be kind in business and, and to do the right thing. You know, maybe, Maybe some people think that it's just a ploy to get views. I don't know. Um, but I appreciate it because it's nice to see that there are people out there that are focused on uh, being able to be kind and still be successful and to have what they need and to still give to others. And, you know, it's just, it's it's an important time of year. I mean, we should we should really be mindful of this all year long, but at this time of year when the holidays are, are upon us. And you know, here we are at the end of November, we're doing our annual coat drive. And, um, it's, it's always been a success every year. And, uh, it's nice to see people come and donate coats and, um, you know, I appreciate that. And, and, and it's nice to be able to help. And so when you've, you've got that focus on charity and, and helping, um, it kind of shifts your focus in life. And you're thinking to yourself, you know, how, how can we be in a world like this? And what can we do um, to, to really make a change? So let's jump into my analysis here using some of uh, my favorite 80s movies. And, you know, let's just talk about it. Because, I mean, look, the fact is, as I was saying, our world today is really driven by competition and self-interest. You know, and, and that transformative power of kindness, it really can be a beacon of, of hope and change. And it's something that we all have within us. You don't have to be a religious person. You know, you, you just have to be a human and and be mindful of the people around you and the way you treat them. And, you know, this, this idea of being a, being a beacon, a beacon of kindness... It's really, it's it's true for business and in law, where they're really just cutthroat. Look, business is cut, cutthroat. How many times have you seen or heard someone say, hey, nothing personal, it's just business, right? I mean, everybody's heard somebody say that at some point. And, and really, you, we have, as a culture, been able to separate out morality, kindness, and, um human decency and separate or carve out an exception when it comes to business or law it becomes well nothing personal it's business so so in other words in business i can do whatever i want because it's business i've carved out this exception to the rule that i don't have to be kind or ethical or moral because it's nothing personal it's business and i i i don't agree with that philosophy You know, I think that when you look at um, figures and entrepreneurs and and historical characters who we see have had tremendous success, a lot of it is born from this desire to help people who help them. You know, a lot of these, whether it's a professional athlete, um, you know, maybe they came from nothing. Maybe they had no money. Maybe they had no home. and there was somebody that saw something in them and helped them and then they pay it forward. And as they get older, they look back and they remember who helped them and what impact that had on their lives. And then they give to a new generation. And that's really just a, um, just a a magnificent thing when you see it, you know, and I think we're often drawn to, um, inspirational movies and, 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 uh, stories about entrepreneurs and sports people doing that, and it's, it's something that we are, are, you know, focused on because it doesn't happen all that often. I mean, you're making a movie about somebody paying it forward because it's a unique concept because far too often we don't see anybody pay anything forward in real life, you know, and I, I see it in this profession all the time. And you know, I, I jokingly say to people, "I hate lawyers," um, and obviously, I don't hate every lawyer, but I dislike those lawyers that have become so full of themselves, so full of pride, so full of uh, the sense of entitlement because they are lawyers with an "esq" after their name, and I don't, I don't get that. I don't understand how that title or graduating law school gives you the right to be an ass. I just don't see it. And so it's, it's really, you know, important, I think, that we focus on this. So anyway, let's get into um, some of the movies. And, and one of my favorite 80s movies, and probably yours too, is, is Back to the Future. Who doesn't like Back to the Future, Marty McFly, The DeLorean, you know, I, I mean, I remember seeing that car for the first time. And I was like, what is that? I, I've got to have it. Um, now I, I would need like a crane to get myself out of it because it's so low. Uh, but anyway, you know, let's look at, at Marty McFly and, and his journey. I understand that that we're delving into the realm of fiction, but just go with this for a little bit. You know, he journeys back to the past and what it does When you think about that movie at its core, it's teaching him the consequences of his actions. How your actions can shape an entire future, not just for you, but for other people. For the people you love, for the people you don't love or don't like. How your actions, one single action, has such a massive ripple effect that it could change or shape your life and others for good or for bad. Think about it. You know, and and think about that, 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 that approach where you think about your actions, not just for today, not just for you, but its impact on you and others in the future. And think about that if you're a company Or you're a lawyer or you're a businessman or an entrepreneur or a businesswoman, whatever it might be. Think about the positive impacts that you can have on your company culture, your client relationships, or innovation in general. Think about the policies that you have if you're a business owner. Think about the way that you treat your employees and your customers. Think about the actions that you take today and how that ripple effect can influence things in the future. How many of us have said, man, if I only had a time machine and I could go back in time, I would do this differently and this differently and that differently. But we have the power right now to influence our future. We just have to focus not just on Right now, and what's good for me right now. Well we have to think about what I do right now has an impact on others and an impact on myself, ultimately. You think about that donation that you you made, that dollar bill that you gave to a homeless person, that toy that you bought for the child. The patience that you displayed for someone struggling. Sure, in in the immediate time, you might think to yourself, oh, I gave somebody a dollar. What are they going to do with it? Or you think to yourself, and don't tell me you don't think this because you do. You see a homeless person. You're not sure. If I give this person money, are they going to just use it for alcohol or drugs? You give it to them anyway, and you think, ah, I did my part, right? Let's be honest. I know a lot of people. I, I myself, I've thought that, but you don't know what that one moment does for that person. It does. It does things for you too. You know, it 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 makes you a better person. It makes you a stronger person, because. Compassion is strength, okay? When you say you don't care, to me, that's weakness. But when you say you care, when you have empathy, when you have compassion, that's strength. And so you don't know what that small donation, that small act of kindness had on somebody else, but think about it what did it cost you? A dollar? What did it cost you? A few moments of of your time to speak to somebody? And believe me, I am not preaching this and saying, you know, oh, be, be, you know, this way because I struggle with this too. I'm just like you. And I'm reflecting on this because I want to try to instill these changes in myself as well as spreading this, this mindset to others because I've been thinking about it for a long time, you know, and and I think that if we can together start thinking about those small things that we do that have an impact on somebody, think about what a better world this could be and think about, from a selfish perspective, what a better world you would be in personally. All right, let's move over to The Goonies. I love The Goonies. This is one of my favorite movies, I think, growing up. I mean, I have a lot of favorite movies. But The Goonies was a good one. You know, let's, let's look at The Goonies for a minute. So, obviously, it's a, a friend movie, right? Friendship, uh, unity, and I, I think that what we can learn from The Goonies is the idea of collaboration and empathy and ethics. And I think that this is is extremely important for people in business and in law to focus on. You know, this idea of collaboration. Like, go back to the Goonies, right? They all had to work together to, to, you know, save their homes, to find the treasure. You know, they had to work as a unit And that's what is so endearing about that movie because you have these kids from all different backgrounds, right? And you had one girl that had a lot of money. Everybody else lived in the boondocks. And they came together. They were different ages. They were different nationalities. And they worked collaboratively to achieve a common goal. They had empathy towards each other. They were ethical in the manner of doing things. And I think that that's a really good thing to think about. Whether you're a business owner, you're on a law firm, or just in your daily life, the idea of collaboration, the idea of valuing other people's opinions. You don't have to always agree with them. But the idea of collaboration and working together you know that saying, no man doesn't man is an island. And and as much as in my own life, sometimes I want to say, I just want to be alone. Yeah, maybe I need to be alone for some time to um, recollect, to focus, to think, to 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 re-energize myself. But in reality, we need people. People need people. And the idea of collaboration is important. So next time you know someone's offering to help. Maybe take a step back, think about it, see how you can work in a collaborative manner, being kind to ideas that maybe aren't your own, and see what that does. See how that changes things. All right, now the next movie, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something that, that might shock you. I don't really like this movie but it's one of the most iconic 80s movies, and it's E.T., the extraterrestrial. You know, there's just something about that movie that just bugged me, and I think the thing that bugs me the most is when he he dies, and he turns white, and they wrap him in the plastic, and it's just like, I, I it, it just doesn't, I don't like it, I don't like it, it doesn't make me want to eat Reese's Pieces, it just, I look at him, and he's like white and flaky, and, and he looks like, you know, the feet of of you know a ninety six year old guy. Uh, just something about it. Something about it, just I don't get it, but anyway, everybody loves it. I do like the ET ride though, in Universal Studios in Orlando. That's a fun ride. Um, but the movie itself, eh, eh, I don't know. I've watched it a few times. I've shown it to my kids, but I gonna take this one or leave it. However, however, I think the lesson here is this idea of being different. You know, obviously we've got a cross-species friendship going on here. You've got Elliot and you've got E.T. who comes from whatever planet he comes from. I don't remember. I mean, they actually say it at the Universal Studios ride. It makes no sense, that ride, by the way, because you go to E.T.'s planet where there's all these other people that look like E.T. and then there's these plants and and, and and all these other like creatures that don't look like ET, they look like mushrooms and um, leaves, and and it's like, what is going on here? But there is this one scene where you've got all these little baby ETs, but I don't remember the planet. I I, I digress. The point here is that you're dealing with a cross-species friendship, and I think that that can highlight a few things. It can highlight that kindness is universal. It doesn't matter your, your race, your, your nationality, your beliefs, your, it doesn't matter. Kindness is universal. And that kindness that Elliot shared with ET and vice versa, I think it transcended time and space. And, and so, you know, we look at it as a, a cute movie, you know, you, you might overlook the idea of, of that Element of universal kindness, how kindness transcends. And it's it's just kind of fascinating when you think about it that way. Like right, you might say to yourself, well, Peter, you have just gone way off the deep and you are spending too much time. Maybe you were in a tryptophan coma and you had visions, I don't know, but um, no, when you when you start to think about it and you think about the message that you can extract from these movies, it's more than just entertainment, right? You know, Elliot was was kind. He showed a lot of empathy and understanding, right? The adults didn't get it. They didn't get E.T. They were afraid of him. They wanted to investigate and poke and prod him. But he saw goodness in E.T., and he was kind. And, you know, I think that that's an important point to kind of walk away from that movie thinking about, you know, the idea of, of everyday kindness. And we talked about it a few minutes ago, this idea of a ripple effect, but the simple act of listening or offering support to a friend, to a family member, to a colleague, to somebody that maybe you don't have all that much in common with that can make a tremendous impact on their lives and your lives or your life. So I think it's so important to take a step back, to pause at this time of year, pause. We've been running all year. People are focused on their fourth quarter goals. People are focused on how can I make the most profit during this holiday season? How, how can my retail business, you know, do better this year than last year. And I understand all that. That's necessary. I get it. But you don't have to sacrifice kindness. You don't have to sacrifice compassion or empathy to do it. And I'm guilty of it. You're guilty of it. We're all guilty of it. And, and there's, you know, there's no way to, to, to solve this except to reflect on it occasionally and, and to refocus your, your life, on what your goals are. You know, your money might go to your family when you die, but that's the end of it. Whereas your kindness, your compassion, and your empathy towards others, that transcends. You know, you touch one person's life in a meaningful way, And they will pay it forward, and the person that they help, or the people that they help will pay it forward, and your act could transcend time and space. Your act could be generational. And that's really a fascinating and amazing thing when you think about it. And, you know, for me, I'm constantly trying to improve myself personally how can I be better? How can I be a better lawyer, a better father, a better husband, a better, uh, a better boss, a better colleague, a better whatever it might be? I'm not happy or satisfied. Happy is not the right word, but satisfied with status quo. I always want to learn how can I do something better, more effectively, more efficiently in a way that's going to benefit myself and others and you know this idea of kindness and then tying it into these movies and sort of extracting meaning from these movies about this topic i think it's something worth thinking about i hope you'll think about it a little bit and i hope that you'll you'll try along with me to take a moment to work on those random acts of kindness to change our world, to to change somebody's destiny, if you will, not that I believe in destiny, but to change somebody's future by changing somebody's present by, by, by a random act of kindness. Wouldn't it be amazing if we could all succeed in that at the same time, right? Mind-blowing the effect that that would have. And I know that that's a pipe dream, but you know what? When you're trying to build a business, does anybody say, well, let's just try to make a dollar? That's my goal. When I make a dollar? No. You shoot for the stars. So why not shoot for the stars in this too? Let's shoot for the stars in this this season. Let's just see what we can do to change somebody's life for the better. And in, in return, you'll get the benefit of the kindness you have shown to somebody else, you will get it back. Maybe not instantaneously. Maybe not when you would like it. Maybe not in the manner that you would like it. But whether you call it religion or karma or whatever it might be, whatever cosmic force you, you think it is, you know, when you pay it forward, you benefit. So let's think about that and let's work on that together. And I would love to, um, you know, read your comments about this podcast. I'm going to post on Instagram today um, and we'll give a link to the podcast in, in the Instagram um, bio as well. But I'd love to see your comments on this post and and to talk about kindness and what your experience is with it whether you've been the recipient of a random act of kindness or whether you have performed one and how that's changed your life. I'd love to start this conversation and, and you know learn from each other as we embark on uh, a, a December that we can make change for ourselves and for other people. So I hope that uh, you'll join me and I hope that you'll leave some comments on that Instagram post and let's start this conversation together. All right, that's going to do it. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I certainly enjoyed uh, being here with you today, and I will see you next time. Thanks for listening to Understanding the Law Radio. If you haven't done so already, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. We're available anywhere that you listen to your podcasts, including Amazon, Apple Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and many more. Also, don't forget to check us out online on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks again. See you next time.